<laughs> Welcome to another episode of You Had Me at Oh No. I am Sasha Boloff. And I am Dylan Lacey. Alright, so today it's a very uh, lovely sunny day in Seattle. Um, and uh, we're doing 10 Things I Hate About You. What? Which opens up on a very lovely sunny day in Seattle. It sure does. <laughs> Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all over the place. It's it's Seattle ambiguous. Yeah. It's like everything is Seattle adjacent. Mm-hmm. There's really no. I mean, anyway. Uh, <laughs> it starts out with a sketch of the Space Needle and then goes to the place that's in Tacoma. Oh yeah, it could just be like yeah, in Tacoma, Gasworks, whatever. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we're doing ten things I hate about you, which um, I I I mean like yeah I. I I have to admit, like I've, after watching it, all the way through, I realized I've never seen it all the way through. Really? Yeah, I just seen I've seen like the key scenes, of course, when Heath Ledger sings, and mm-hmm. such and such. Yeah. But like I've never really actually sat down and watched the entire movie, and I really enjoyed it. So, Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah. Is based off of The Taming of the Shrew by William Shakespeare. You're kidding. It is! What? <laughs> um, and the first time I saw this movie was... We watched it in an English class while going through our Shakespeare unit in high school. <laughs> and when you saw that, you were like, what? Like, this is the best movie ever? Um, I, I cried a lot because I was a teenager. And <laughs> yeah, feel, all the feels that teenagers go through. Mm-hmm. especially if I wasn't the sensitive weirdo anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you outgrew all of that. <laughs> now you're just like a stoic, like adult. Zero feelings. Right. I wasn't crying before you came over. <laughs> Not at all. All right. So... All right, let's get down to it. Um, do you want to read the plot synopsis? Um, yes. A cool cast of young stars is just one of the things you'll love about this hilarious comedy hit. On the first day at his new school, Cameron, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, instantly falls for Bianca, the gorgeous girl of his dreams. The only problem is that Bianca is forbidden to date until her ill-tempered, completely undateable older sister Kat goes out too. In an attempt to solve his problem, Cameron singles out the only guy who could possibly be a match for Kat, a mysterious bad boy, played by Heath Ledger, with a nasty reputation of his own. Also featuring a hip soundtrack, this witty comedy is a wildly entertaining look at exactly how far some guys will go to get a date. (laughs) Me too, dude. (laughs) So you say it was based off the Taming of the Shrew. Yes. So like, what's can you remember like the like the basic like behind idea behind Taming of the Shrew? I'm pretty sure that like it's been a long time since I even touched Shakespeare, but I'm pretty sure um, the synopsis is someone falls in love with someone, but she can't get married until the older one gets married. But the older one's like you know a heinous bitch, as they <laughs> use in the movie that yeah. term. Um, and is that what the shrew comes in? Yeah. Like, okay. she's a shrew. Oh. Um, I was thinking of the rodent. Yes. The yeah, I don't understand how shrew, like, as an insult to women, comes from that rodent that is so tiny and has a little pointy nose. Or a star-shaped nose. That's a mole. Oh. What's the diff, though? <laughs> There's a total difference. What? Moles are, like, underground. Shrews are, like... But aren't moles grow on your skin? 
let the record show that Dylan's looking away at me in disgust. <laughs> okay, so, yes, so this is a very Seattle movie, and it is a very sunny Seattle movie. It is a very, very Seattle movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the opening scene, uh, there's some, like, uh, teen, I guess teenage girls driving around and with their fucking top down. In their Seattle. Car, yes. Yeah. Which you can... Spoon. Well, well, take it, yeah. <laughs> Blasting bare naked ladies. Which, you know, to think about it, it is, it's, it's, this is, oh, I don't really want to date it, but it's, this is, this is prom season right now in Seattle, which is what's happening-ish in timeline-wise in this movie. Mm-hmm. So, you know, on a good day, around this time, Seattle's pretty sunny and mild temp. Yeah, like today. Yeah, like today. Um, you only wore a sweater. I wore a denim jacket mm-hmm. when we went outside to get coffee. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, so Chef that has their local roastery. Yeah, <laughs> and the fact that like so immediately so like so was, well, a friend of mine was telling me like this movie basically starts off like a teenager like rom com, but it immediately tells you that it's not this type of movie by the the teenagers singing bare naked ladies. And then all of a sudden, Julia Stiles drives by. Okay, I'm not gonna And then that like, and it's in like the first like ten minutes of the movie, and that's supposed to signify like, no, not this ain't your. This ain't your sister's rom-com teenage coming-of-age movie. This is about an angry feminist white girl. Yeah. <laughs> God, I remember high school and yeah. reading the bell jar. And <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so it, immediately it sets up Julia Stiles' character as, like, this, like, fucking, would you, would, what was the term that you came up earlier with? Um, I didn't, this, you remember this? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. like, um, tempestuous. <laughs> Most people use the term heinous bitch. <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely established early on that uh, Julie Stiles is a heinous bitch. Because she listens to Joan Jett. Joan Jett. <laughs> and the raincoats. And letters to Cleo. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's like tearing down, so like immediately you're supposed to already know that there's a prom going on because she's tearing down all the flyers off the, off yes. the wall. Yes. yes. So that's... Established within the first ten minutes. She's a nonconformist. <laughs> yes, and so she gets like sent to the guidance counselor. Uh, where can I remember the reason why she gets sent to the guidance counselor? Um, she well, she insists that the guy kicked himself in the balls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, was it because like she was in lit class that she got kicked out? Um, well, let's first the Wait. guidance counselor. We're introduced to Cameron. Yes, Jason Gordon-Levitt. Yes, who is uh, new to the JGL. school. JGL. JGL <laughs> is in, new in school, and he goes to the guidance counselor, Miss Perky, who oh my is God. my favorite. Yeah. She and she calls the all the students like shit for brains, assholes, and stuff like that, and she just takes no shit whatsoever. She's writing her little romance novel. <laughs> yeah, trying to figure out a good way to say dick. Broad <laughs> <laughs> worse. <laughs> Because of Heath Ledger um, exposing himself to the lunch lady with putting, I'm assuming, just put a sausage in his pants. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that in high school. (laughs) Uh, 
kids. Yeah. Kids. Gross kids. Gross kids. So then, like, so Jason Gordon-Levitt's character was, like, um, fresh meat, basically. Just, mm-hmm. like, just, like, got there, not knowing anything about anything about the school. And um, immediately, like, the guidance counselor is, like, asking, like, weird questions. And I can't remember what they were, but he was, like, are you serious? Like, so like, yeah, that was when she was swearing and flipping off oh, the yeah, students. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so Jason Gordon-Levitt, like, immediately goes, we're not in Kansas anymore. We're at, this, <laughs> we're at Stadium High in, in Tacoma, Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then, then, then jumps, and jumps into the lit class where... Well, no, because then we're introduced to yes. our Heath Ledger, who, um, Patrick, Patrick Verona... Because he comes in next. He got in trouble. Your job is to remember the characters' names, by the way. Yes, that is my job. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to do it. Um, it ain't going to be me. So then we're introduced to... So we're pretty much introduced to everybody in this like very linear way. First, we have Cat Stratford introduced as the... In the car with... Also, did she ever top down, too? I think so. I think... No, I don't know if she had a convertible. But she's listening to Joan Jett, and then we're introduced to Cameron. No, she's driving like baby. a like an old, like, I feel like a muscle car of some sort. Yeah. Or like a Volkswagen. <laughs> Something that's not, like, super modern. I mean, it was definitely old looking. Yes. Um, like a beater. Yeah. Yeah. And um, hopefully it was a beater, considering what she did with it later. Um, <laughs> and then we're introduced to Cameron, and then okay. we're introduced to Patrick. Mm-hmm. And, um... Yeah, and then we see that Patrick's kind of like a gross little dickbag. Yeah. Um, who Patrick's the, the the new best friend, right? No. Then we're introduced to Cameron's new best friend. Wait, who's Patrick then? That's Heath Ledger. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's her gross little dickbag. Okay. So then we're introduced. Cameron meets his AV guide to showing him around the school and he makes that joke about oh I'm so glad they didn't send a weird AV kid and the guy's like what no not me no not me <laughs> it's, it's, it's the it's the guy that plays um the main the boss elf in Santa Claus is it yeah I don't remember his character's name I don't remember either AV kid I don't know um the uh, smarmy guy was he smarmy I, I feel know. like he was just I don't know. He was part of that, like, capitalist club where everyone was, like, junior investors or whatever. But got kicked out. But, yeah, he got kicked out because he bought outlet eyes on. <laughs> I don't... I, I, I didn't even get that part. It was, like, in the beginning because he, like... Oh, no, I remember that, but, like, I don't, I don't understand why he got kicked out. Because he bought them on sale. Bought what on sale? Pants. What'd you call them? Eyes on? Wasn't what? that a brand? Yeah, it was like a rich people brand or something. Izod's? I don't know. I don't know. Clearly, I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, Unless I'm getting the word wrong. I don't know. Well, if there were just... Where they're just... I don't know. Um, so we haven't gotten to the lit class yet. Yeah. We're still introducing Cameron around the school. And like the different little cliques. And the different little cliques. And we've got... Um, let's see. Oh, Michael. That's the friend's name. Michael. I did write it down. That's, Good. He's definitely a Michael. But he did the whole, like, team movie trope where he goes around and introduces all the cliques. Yeah. And we've got, you know, his little capitalism club, the White Rasta kids, and then our beautiful popular girls, and then Cameron's like, whoa, 
who's that? I love her, even though we've never spoken before, ever. Yeah. And that is our Bianca. That is our Bianca. <laughs> first impressions of Bianca. My first impressions yeah, of Bianca? Yeah, because we already talked about our first Bia- impressions of Cat. I feel like, well, first impressions of Bianca is what everyone's, what the movie's trying to make you think is Bianca. Very vapid. Mm-hmm. Very superficial. Um... She's, oh, what was that thing that she said? She's like, the difference between like and love. See, I love my Prada backpack, or I like my Skechers, but I love my Prada backpack. Then, um, <laughs> then, uh, why am I thinking her name? Her best friend. Yeah. Um, well, her best friend was just like, well, I love my Skechers. That's because you don't have a Prada backpack. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a fair point. Yeah. I mean, if I had a Prada backpack, I would love my Prada backpack. Um, I have Prada glasses once, but I broke them. Did you love them? I love how there's a ticking clock. (laughs) (laughs) I like my ticking clock. (laughs) But do you love your ticking clock? (laughs) (laughs) See, I love my Casio watch. Yes. But I like my ticking clock. Oh. Um... I can't think of anything I love in this room. I love my iPhone. <laughs> I don't love her. What? I like my Android. Ew. That's because you don't have an iPhone. That's because you don't have an iPhone. <laughs> Full circle, baby. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, introduced to Bianca. And mm-hmm. Bianca is vapid and fuck. Um, and then... Uh, Gabrielle Union was played the friend, but okay, I yeah. can't remember Gabri- the character's name. Uh, does it say? Um, does it say on the back of Let the box? See. Gabrielle Union, yeah. I mean, she's on the cover. Yeah, but it doesn't. It... I love this ninety pose, by the way. Yeah, that's like the quintessential nineties pose where you're kind of like the Julia Styles. Look how skinny she is. The standing, like. Facing the side, but looking to your over your right shoulder while your back is kind of arching backwards. That, like, confusing pose to explain over something where people can't see it. Also those sandals, too. Also those chunky platform, platform yeah. sandals. That yeah. crop top, that hair. Um, Chastity. Chastity. That was the friend's name. Actually, everyone's shoes in this movie is awful. Everyone had, <laughs> everyone had really bad shoes. Not even the Skechers. They're really bad. Even like the these running shoes, they're not. No one had great shoes back then. What the fuck? The nineties didn't have terrible shoes. There are still cool shoes in the nineties. <laughs> or is it so, even the nineties? It's like what ninety eight. What, what year did this come out? I don't know. It doesn't say on the box. Oh, nineteen ninety nine. Okay, so barely the nineties. Yeah. Um, I well, I like so I have a theory that nineteen ninety nine is not the nineties. Yeah, no, that's the early odds. Yeah, that's I mean, as far as fashion and stuff goes, that's when that horrific early 2000s happened. Well, this is, like, right when, like, I feel like, um, Break Me Baby One More Time was about to, is that the song? Hit Me Baby One More Time. (laughs) Hit Me Baby One More Time. That was my first kiss. I am not old. (laughs) Yeah, Hit Me Baby One More Time was about to, like, happen. I feel like... I feel like if this movie came out a year ago, that song would be all over the place in this movie. Yeah. Um, I got water on your VHS. Also, this is the sound of a VHS. Listen. 
Um, <laughs> Could you hear that? Yeah. Okay. It sounds like I'm doing fully. I'm doing like fully. Like, so I know that we're on this whole thing about 90s and early aughts fashion. Yeah. Um, but now we're at the point where we introduce Cat Stratford into the English class. <laughs> yes. Um, your classic kind of white feminist bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I love that the teacher calls her out on it. Yes. That was like, I mean, obviously that's, you know, the beginning of the whole, like, let's start talking about intersectionality. And she's yeah. all like, well, look at me. I read the bell jar and like, there's no women authors in this class. And he's like, well, there's no like black men authors in this class. And it's just like, I mean, I feel like when I was in school, we had more women authors, but there was still like, it was a lot of white authors. Yeah. Like, that's every... Yeah. Yeah. Like... I also look... Can, we, can I just say how much I love that character? The teacher? Yeah. Oh, my God. What was his name? I don't know. Um, Is this another example of us not taking proper notes? It's like, I did take notes. I mean, you took really good notes. I wrote down everyone's name. And, I actually... Oh, re- oh, oh, I did. I had to have written down his name. And I have notes, too. That's my notes. Yeah. A single piece of paper. down his name. I wrote down all about that frog. <laughs> I guess we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Morgan. That's right. Um, and I love how he's like able to just like send Julie, Julie Styles into yeah. the counselor's office just because it's like she's I'm pissing him off. I'm just sick of your shit. Yeah. yeah. He's just like, like oh yeah, my you're God, pissing shut me up. Off. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, and that's when, you know, she's in the guidance counselor's office, and she's, like, and the lady's, like, Miss Perky, sorry, is um, telling her, like, a lot of the other students would describe you as, and then she's all, like, tempestuous, and then she's, like, no, heinous bitch, and there's that gif that's been going around a lot where she just, like, smiles and looks all dreamy after that, like, the proper reaction to being called a heinous bitch. (laughs) So... That happens, and then not soon after that, unless my notes are jumping ahead of your notes. Um, I think I took mine in pretty, um, stable style. So now we're back on to him introducing him to all the cliques. Mm -hmm. And they introduce Joey. Was it the fucking model? That was the model. Yeah. And, like, they were laughing at him so much because he's a model, and it's just like, you guys, at least he has a job. Right? I mean, he sucks and he's super boring, but mm-hmm. at least he has a job. He's making money. Yeah. What do you guys do? One of you is just, you, y'all are rich parents. Look at the neighborhood everyone's living in. You know? I mean. Like, did you I, use her house? All their houses? Jesus. Okay, so let's let's talk about the dad. Yes. The overprotective, I'm just trying to do what's right father, which you have to be like, okay, you really care, but also, like, you're... Like, you're a doctor that delivers babies. How are you so against proper sexual education? Yeah. Like, it's that whole Mean Girls thing where, like, if you have sex, you will get pregnant and you'll die. Like, that's essentially what he does. And it's just like, well, you know, you're a doctor. You could have the the daughters with the best sex ed. Right? (laughs) Why are you doing this? You're sitting there, like... Not letting them grow or interact or do any of that because you refuse to teach them about things, probably because you're uncomfortable with having teenage daughters, <laughs> like... <laughs> well, then, I guess, like, the... I mean, like, I guess it would make sense if you're trying to modernize 
taming of the shrew. Yeah. Um, but no, his, like, yeah, their dad is, like, controlling, like, yes. yeah. Um, and stifling. he loves them, like and it's way. good, but yeah. he is very stifling. He won't let her go to the college she wants to. Yeah. Like. Which is funny, because, like, so they, they, end up, they talk about, um, their mom for, like, a second. Yes. And then it almost implies that, like, she's, she died. But you I find out. she just left. She just, like, straight up left. Yeah. But, um, he does, like, set up this archipelagus, like, this insane rule about, like, that none of them can date. Like, that's, like, that's established. They're all off limits. They can't date. Their dad mm-hmm. won't let them date. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to actually teach them how to do. Yes. Like, and he's also, he went to UW. He did go to UW. Yeah, he's a husky. That was, oh, yeah, I took a lot of notes on all the um, <laughs> Washington-ass things that happened. Yes. Like when Cameron wore that Chop Suey t-shirt. What? You missed that? I missed it. <laughs> I did not see that. We'll jump ahead. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll let you know when it happened when we get there. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So they start to, so they introduce, he's a model, they talk, go back to Bianca, she's vapid, but he's like, but look at her smile. And he's just doing that whole, like, they're both projecting. Yeah. So, like, the other, the guy, Michael calling her vapid and stuff like that, he's projecting because of rejection he would face from talking to her. Like, it's that whole, oh yeah, she's stupid because she's like, yeah, pretty unpopular kind of thing. Yeah. And then there's Cameron projecting because he's, like, got the infatuation. Like, I've never met this girl before, but she's so smart and pretty. And, like, look at that smile. And I love her. And da 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 And it's both this, like, you know, kind of weird. Like, Michael, I wrote, like, this one thing down that he said. Yeah, girls like that. And they're strategically planned outfits to make guys like us crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just, like... She just really loves her Skechers, dude. Yeah. No, she likes her Skechers. She loves she her... She loves her Prada backpack. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just like, you know, why... Like, teenage yeah. boys, man. Like, yeah. Well, all, all men. <laughs> <laughs> we have five. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. And then we are introduced officially to Joey, trying to talk to Kat and being like, oh, what's up? And then she, he's just like, thinks he's, and she's just like, buzz off. And he's all like, well, fuck you too. And it's just like that kind of thing where like, you know, people are entitled to your time. Like if I talk to you, then you have to talk to me and you're not good enough if you, I mean, I get that whole, I'm rejected. I'm going to like, you know, puff up my chest and pretend like it didn't happen. But it was just like. I don't know. It was like even also pretty in pink when <laughs> when the, the 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 popular guy tries to talk to her name wasn't Andy in that was it? You're talking to the wrong person. Uh, never mind. I'm going on another tangent. Just like <laughs> you know, dude singing, "I'm so hot, I'm so hot." Like you have to talk to me, and if you don't, you suck. And that's just another trope that's in the, these movies. Yeah. Like that whole. Ew, stop. <laughs> <laughs> so then the $50 back happens. Yes. yes. Um, let's see. Oh, can we just, like, do one more quote from their dad? Okay. This one, actually, because it just shows, like, how privileged the girls are. Like, the Stratford sisters. Yeah. Um, when he's talking, like... Their last name is Stratford. Yeah. That sounds like a wealthy name. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. 
Um, when they're first saying, like, you know, introducing, like, you guys can't date because, you know, you, I'm delivering babies. And he goes, I delivered a set of twins to a 15-year-old girl. Do you know what she said to me? And... Does he work at Harveyview, do you think? <laughs> Potentially. Or Swedish. Harborview. Harborview. And um, Bianca goes, I'm a crack whore who should have made my boyfriend wear a condom. And it's just like, dude, Bianca. Yeah. Like, you know, that could have been, clearly there's a lack of sex ed in y'all's community. And B, like, isn't that a little, like, classes to be and especially like you living in this fancy neighborhood like why don't you just shut your mouth and like this 15 year old girl just had twins like that sucks yeah i feel like the stratford sisters yeah they're both like you know there's they're both kind of shallow and then like and sheltered and sheltered and cat tries to be like this whole feminist whatever and she's just lacking intersectionality like blatantly ignoring it yeah um how many do you think she's a turf? <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like she she's on like definitely a path to become a turf. Yeah, I think she needs the bangs though. I like those bangs. I do too. Um, I just think that like I a lot of have those bangs right now. Well, I feel like a lot of those a lot of like Gila Styles is like um a lot of a lot of her character is just rebellion. Yeah, like I don't she's rebelling like, against anything. I feel like I feel like even her going to that school is just to go to an east east coast school. Yeah, I don't feel like I feel like a lot of her interest isn't necessarily organic. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like the her interests were decisions based off of like what would either like separate her from her sister or make her dad bad. Well, there was also yeah, she does mention like oh my father would love that, but we also like. There's, there were events that transpired. Oh yes, yes. And yeah, we get that back to that later. Yes. But I mean, I mean, but yeah, I mean, like. Um. Also, Bianca uses like the R word and stuff like that, and says a bunch of ableist stuff with this. Um. None. So Cameron. Mm-hmm. Pretends to learn French. Yes. To catch her attention. Yes, because um, Michael mentions that uh, she needs a French tutor. He's like, Perfect. Do like, oh, you know speak, speak French? French? No. no. Black Larry, huh? Because, <laughs> you know, you're going to just learn French and tutor someone in it like you're better than them when they're actually taking the class. Yep. But Yep. That's just like a, that's, uh, yeah, that's, a, that's, that's some good logic right there. Yep. That sounds like great logic. Yeah. Um, and she can't even remember his name. Yeah. Like, they're just she's sitting there talking to him, and he's, like, kind of trying to ask her on a date. He's like, oh, I'm teaching you French. Do you want to go to a French restaurant? And she's just all like, oh, you're asking me on a date? That's cool, Johnny, or whatever. <laughs> like, Also, like, can we just talk about, like, um, like Jason Gordon-Levitt? Do you think that he would just, like, mesh within, like, a, school- <laughs> a crowd of high schoolers? Do you think you like? Do you think Jason Gordon-Levitt would stand out at all? That was like around Third Rock from the Sun. Like, yeah, that was like Jason Third Rock from the Sun. Wait, what made Jason Gordon-Levitt a heartthrob again? Like, what was the movie? I thought he became a heartthrob when he was an adult. Yeah. Um, I know he was in Five Hundred Days of Summer. Was it Was it Inception that made him a heartthrob? Was he in Inception? Yeah. Wasn't he? I'm even questioning myself. 
I feel like he was. Was he? I'm pretty sure. I don't even remember that movie. <laughs> I'll make an edit, and if it's if if that was if this is true or not. Okay. Um. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure he was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was because I remember him climbing up on walls while the walls like turned like this. Are you sure that wasn't 500 Days of Summer? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so she can't, she can't remember Jason Gordon-Levitt's name. Yeah. Um, I can't seem to remember. She's the one who suggests the bet. Like, she's the original person. Because she's like, Cameron, I can't date. Or she doesn't get his name right. But she's like, that's so cute that you're asking me on a date. But I can't date until my sister dates. And that's a new rule her father came up with. Because he thinks that's more impossible for Kat to get a date than for them to be out of the house or whatever. And, um... So he just set himself up. Yeah. So... To get there, his daughter's pregnant. He just... He fucked yep, up. Yep, now they're definitely gonna get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... She's the one who's like, if my sister can date, then we can go on a date. Yeah. Which she doesn't mean, because she, like, already has a crush on Joey. Yeah. And, um... Which is, like, totes a bummer. And, um... Yeah, so she essentially has lied to him already, uh-huh. and she's like, well, if you can find somebody to date my sister, then we can go out. And that is how this all begins. Yes. Um, so they were trying to figure out, like, who would be... A good date. And they, like, set up all those dudes, and, like, that one that dude one just room. screams, yeah. like, yeah. oh, that one who's just like, I've never been that ripped, the stoner guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is weird. So they gather up all these dudes in like uh They're supposed to be like the biggest rejects. Yeah. And it's funny that like how it's filmed that like they ask one and they react while the others are in the back. So they like they can only react to that question until they sit in the chair. Which is hilarious. Like I get why. Like it filmed that way. It's aesthetic, yeah, yeah. It's whatever. a good. No, it looks good. But on, it's on also movie. like the rest of them still sat down after they heard that. Yeah. Like. <laughs> as opposed to all of them reacting as a group. Right. Yeah. So um, so it's well because he did ask them all as a group. Hey, would any of you be interested in going on a date with Katrina Stratford? <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, they just they don't. They're not interested. So then, they're in science class. Also, I'm assuming that none of these people are in the same grade. Are they all... Cameron's a senior, right? I think in movies like this, everyone is high school grade. That's it. Just high school. Like, what grade are you in high school? Bianca's a sophomore. That's right. That's established. Because she's the... Because she's going to go to the prom as a sophomore. Mm -hmm. She's the only sophomore that got invited to prom. Yeah. And then Chastity shows up and it's like, oh my god, I can't believe you got invited to prom too. Um, But we'll get to that. (laughs) So, they're in science class, mm-hmm. and my favorite part is the bet with the friend, but we'll talk about fucking Patrick, who is, like, he's just, he's already been creepy, and now he's just needlessly violent. They're dissecting frogs, and he just pulls out, like, a butterfly knife and stabs it. It's like, what the fuck is your problem? And then he lights a cigarette in with the, the Bunsen, Bunsen burner, burner, and it's just like, why and do you have a Bunsen friend. burner on at the same time as dissecting a frog? Yeah, and his punk friend, like... The six, punk friend. Yes. I love this. He just, like, snatches it out of his mouth. Like, like I'm so sick of your shit, man. Dude! Are you mental? Right? Yeah. And then, like, just to go on a tangent about that character, throughout the whole thing, he's just, like, you know, keeping him out of trouble. And, like, there's one part when they're sitting out on, like, 
the field or something, and he's just... You can't hear what they're saying. It's just that shot of looking at them. And then the punk friend is just waving his arms at him, and you can just hear him going, <laughs> the fuck is your problem, dude? I really need you to quit these shenanigans or you're grounded. Like, <laughs> like you need to stop. <laughs> Patrick's just not listening, smoking a cigarette on campus. We're supposed to go see Matchbox 20 next weekend. <laughs> But I'm, I'm not going to fucking go there unless you start fucking bucking up, bro. You're failing your classes, man. How are we ever going to get out of this hellhole suburb? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know that you're taking the lyrics to bent to heart, and I'm trying to help you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways... Friend is really the hero of this story and podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he stabs the frog, and that's when everybody decides this is our guy. That's him. That's our guy. That's the one that's gonna get date cat. Yeah, because he's, he's the only so one that scared. can tame her. He he he's the only one that can tame the shrew. He once ate a whole duck alive without the bill or the feet, and he went to prison and da 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 da. And he was in porn. Did they say that part? Yeah. Okay. And he was in porn. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, and it, but, like, one thing that kills me, he is our love interest. Yeah. He is the one that, you know, he's on the cover of the movie. We all know they're going to fall in love. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. How does he go from being this guy that does fake pranks and drilling people's textbooks while they're in front of their chest. That's when Cameron was wearing the chop suey t-shirt. Okay. And stabbing frogs to sweet misunderstood guy. Is that the whole Mr. Darcy thing? Well, it's like, at least Mr. Darcy didn't stab anything. Would he have, though? I don't think so. Okay. I'm. I believe you. I just watched Pride and Prejudice um, the last three nights in a row, so. (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying he wouldn't pull out a cigarette and light it with some, like, candle thing? Yes. (laughs) With, like, a a magnifying glass in the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so there's there's the free party that happens. Yes. The free party that Michael turns their wine and cheese night into a... Rager! Whoa! And I love how, like, it's become... It's like that, like, only... That thing that only happens in movies, where it's, like, super quiet, and then, like, all of a sudden, like, people are there. Yeah. It's a party. Like, everyone shows up with kegs. Like, everyone oh, shows up with, at the same time. With the... Friends? Yeah. They all... Like, I've never been to a party <laughs> where people didn't just trickle in slowly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first couple people show up, and you're scared that they're not gonna leave because no one else is here, and then finally someone else shows up, and then by the end of the night, you're ready to go to bed, and here's the whole fucking rager happening all around you, and you're just like, oh my god, when did this happen? <laughs> no, it's like a tsunami of people with kegs and, like, woo-woo shenanigans. Yeah. Um, and then, like, it, it's it's funny because it happened so immediately, immediate that, like, the people that were there before, like, half, the, their their only choice was, like, to deal with it. Yeah. Not, like, not kick people out, but their only choice is, like, like, the guy was, like, trying to, like... Collect was, all the breakables. Yes. And was there, like, a scene where, like, they were spitting and, like... So oh yeah, the the rednecks. Yeah, they're, they're using chewing like, tobacco. They're spitting in like, like this a like crystal this fucking crystal. Base. And he walks over like he walks away, Austin going ah, <laughs> like it's his slowly reaction. Can you take the fire? 
right outside and they just, just smash through the window. Which is almost like in Can Hardly Wait, where yeah. the girl does, like, where, like... Where she's trying to keep her house together, except for she threw her party. Yes. Like, she planned that. He yes. did not. He was having, trying to have, like, a brie and cheese mixer kind of, like, rich kid party. <laughs> and the poor kid, when they're all pouring in, they're, like, this huge wave carrying the guy with the brie, like, into the house. <laughs> Oh, I just thought of a Brie joke. A Brie joke? But I can't, but like, no, it's not, I didn't think of it. It was, it was a, oh, oh yeah, it was, uh, um, the cook at, um, Neon Boots was telling me about, um, this drag artist Mm -hmm. and, um, and how her old name was Brianna Cracker. (laughs) <laughs> but she ended up changing it to like like Miss Qu- Miss Cracker or some shit like that. I recently realized I don't like Brie. I Brie's like, not great. Yeah, I don't know. I just like it's supposed to be well I used to date somebody that was like obsessed with baked Brie and talked about how it was so great, but it Was her me, name Brianna? No. Um I did have a friend named Brie that says that too. I still have a friend named Brie that's um, <laughs> I love her. But, um, yeah, we serve it, and everyone loves it, and I get it's a great cheese, and it's got that flavor that everybody wants. Like, I but I just, it always tastes like farts to me. Personally. That's what I'll say. That's what yeah. I used to say. I used to, like, why, if you want to eat farts, you Not just eat Brie. A good fart, but, like, one of those just, no, like, just airy like nothing fart. farts that... Yeah. I will say that I used to hate Brie. Yeah. But then I've... I've grown to like Brie. Yeah. But I still don't. See, like, like I like, I like. I hate it, but if it's yeah, not yeah. something. See, I like Brie, but I love <laughs> my sharp cheddar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so the party happens. Yes. So they're at the party, which Kat has. Oh, before they even came to the party was when he went to Club Skunk. Wait, was this? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. When they first we... saw Letters to Cleo. Oh, shit. So we skipped a whole bunch of the movie. So they go to him. They are like, you know, Joey pays him to go do the thing. And then Cameron comes up to him and is like, actually, I'm organizing this business. Yeah. And Cameron goes to Bianca and is like, well, let's learn about her life and stuff. What does she go do? Oh, she likes Thai food and girl bands of the indie rock persuasion. (laughs) Yes. And they go through her bedroom. And they find the black underwear. Yes. I'm like, honestly... I, that whole thing about, oh, black underwear, that means she wants to have sex. I care have black underwear because I have periods sometimes. <laughs> I I exclusively wear black underwear because I just like black underwear. Yeah. I mean, I if someone sees my black underwear, then cool. I mean, I'd rather, like, uh, if I get bonus. pants, I'd rather have someone see my black underwear than my flamingo underwear. Yeah. Like... <laughs> In fact, I I only I only own black underwear except for like the value pack that I had to buy. I had like this really neon pink, which is cool. I mean, I'm totally down with it. I um, I'm not even gonna get into that. (laughs) (laughs) But let's just say that no, like let's just say that like there are plenty of reasons to buy black underwear. Yes, hundred percent. Um. Yeah, so they're going through a room, they find tickets. But then, like, but they're, then Jessica Levis, uh, wait, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, 
they're talking about Jared Leto and how she's into pretty boys. Wait, and... what did Jared Leto... What was he famous for then? Well, when did, was he in his band? That was way later. Okay. Well... I feel like 30 Seconds to Mars was way later. Oh, I have no was... idea. Was it, was it fucking... Fight Club? When was that? He wasn't in Fight Club, was he? Yeah, he was. was he was he? a little blonde kid. The one that got punched to death, basically? The one that, that were fucking... Wait, was Fight Club before that movie, though? I have no idea when Fight Club was. Was it Rec Room for a Dream? Was it Rec Room for a Dream? Oh when did that come out? This is this is why internet's important. I know. I don't have it here. Um, <laughs> and my phone's charging, so I'm not going to get up and walk over to my phone. Anyways, Jared Leto had, by this point, done something that was relevant. Yeah. And <laughs> she had a crush on him, and that meant that she wasn't a lesbian. That's so funny. Oh, wait, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think you can... Whatever. I think Whatever. you can still think Jared Leto's cute and be a lesbian. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Jared Leto's cute anymore. I, I heard he was really creepy in Suicide Squad. I never really liked him. I was, in, you know, emo kid in high school before I knew what real emo was. And <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold the phone. The starting line is not emo. <laughs> but then so then Jason Gordon-Levitt asked Bianca if he could see her room and then she gets like, immediately shuts down she's like I know well cause obviously he just wants to see her underwear drawer yes. like and with, uh, good timing JGL yeah way to go dude like, but what did she what did Bianca say again she's like a bedroom is a very personal space for a girl or something like that and it was just like while you're digging around your sister's shit like rude and talking about if she's a lesbian or not yeah and looking at her black underwear yeah like seriously you're gonna say oh it's too personal when you're literally letting this random dude rifle through your sister's underwear drawer well i was waiting for the moment where uh they open up one of her uh drawers her dresser drawers, and they find a fucking doobie. Am I right? Did they? No. I was waiting for that, though. I was waiting for that, for that kush. <laughs> that big old doobie. Yeah. Dude, you know she was straight edge. <laughs> I feel like she She's was... She's like hardline straight edge until that party. Yes. <laughs> then she gets drunk off of tequila. Of yes. all things. Right? So, anyways, they're at Club Skunk. He follows her there. He's mm-hmm. wearing very shiny pants. I didn't notice that. I don't know how <laughs> you missed it. So, he goes into Club Skunk, which uh-huh. is this, like, all-girl... What's that a real place? That wasn't a real place. No, I was trying to figure was out... was based on a real place? I was trying to figure out where that was filmed. Because it, yeah. it was filmed... Okay, so... Okay, I'm trying to think... I mean, I'm sure that it was had to been somewhere in... real. It had like, been somewhere in Tacoma. had to have been a place that that was based off of. So the only place, so I, I was thinking, I was thinking about it. So like, there, it definitely wasn't filmed in, in downtown Seattle because I don't recognize unless that whatever they filmed it in is completely dead and gone. But I've been going to shows since possible. I was a teenager, so I know about venues that are gone, and I've been yeah. to venues that don't exist anymore. So the only thing I could think of was that maybe Hell's Kitchen in Tacoma, possibly. Just based off of what the interior looked Well, I mean, there could have been a set also, but I just, like... Okay, yeah, they could have filmed it in LA. I wanted 
like, was it based off of a place that was around? Like, no. Okay. Um, no, I couldn't think of it. Like, I was, I was trying to figure it out. I was just like, there's there's nothing in Seattle that even resembles that. Yeah. Um, that's like, that's, it had to have been a set. It had to have been either filmed in L.A. or, yeah, it had to have been, like, a made-up, like, venue. Because, like, so, venues like that don't exist in real life. That's like yeah. a movie venue. Anyway, so he walks into this venue. It's called Club Skunk, and he uh-huh. walks in, and all it is is skinny alternative cis girls. Yep. And all white. All, all white. Yeah. And they're all listening to Letters to Cleo play because they played a big part in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> they, they had did. three live sets. Um, <laughs> like, so they're playing this venue, and he goes up to her, and of course the music stops when he's trying to talk to her as soon as he says, I've never seen you look so sexy. And it's just like, why are you going to come up into this place with shiny-ass pants and a ball chain necklace and, like, think you can get away with saying something like that to... Because he goes there all the time. He he loves uh, Bikini Kill. He met bartender, which I thought was... Because he was like, I can't go into Club Skunk. Like, well, see, that's why they... That's how they go and make the wager with him initially because he was at a bar. Yeah. Which also, how are they getting into bars? Yeah. Like. And they could still smoke in those bars. Yeah. He's smoking, he's like, smoking while... the nature well, also, that he did Also, he's smoking smokes. at school. And yeah. say when they tell him to quit smoking and, like, he just quits, he's like, I guess I'm not a smoke. Like, I'm pretty sure it's not that easy to quit smoking. I quit smoking. You Didn't were... we just, like, split? I just decided just now. <laughs> just now. Yeah. That I'm quitting smoking. Yeah. Just now. Yeah. Because I can do quit. it. Look, yeah. I'm, I quit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just that easy to, to stop. It's just that easy. Are you just saying that because you ran out? <laughs> quit not my apartment dude if you don't quit these shenanigans I'm gonna... I was being the, the punk friend yeah <laughs> um, when you're not the punk friend <laughs> shut up I'm not punk Mashley Simpson <laughs> um, so yeah so yeah, club skunk and, and then her out, and she doesn't say no Yes. You fully expect her to be like, dude, get the fuck out of my way. And I don't know if it's because he actually went out of their way to talk to her or what, because no one else is going to talk to her. Like the whole, like, persistent thing? Yeah. Yeah. Because he did tell her, like, she was cute when she was sweating like a pig or something. I don't know. But um, there was that whole thing that I can't remember. Um, But yeah, and his pants, so his pants were so shiny. (laughs) But you remember he also, like, uh, Julius Tyler's character backs her car... So you try to sell Asker out then. Not yet? I have one more thing. Okay. But that does happen really okay. soon. Okay. Um, another Seattle thing. When he first asks her out, she's like, what, are you going to take me to the 7-Eleven on Broadway? Right? <laughs> I laughed at that. I did too. Um, I, and I was told um, that there was a 7-Eleven on Broadway. Yeah, because I was thinking there isn't a 7-Eleven on Broadway. Well, they, I mean, so I remember other things on Broadway. I remember a Jack in the Box. I remember a... Yeah, there was a Jack in the Box. Wow. Yeah, there was a Jack in the Box. Um, I'm trying to remember the cross street. Um, there was a Jack in the Box that had uh, bulletproof glass, like a bank. Yeah. And you got cheeseburgers through the little slots. I remember we'd go there all the time. 
I used to, when I was like 18, 19. We used to go, not to that Jack in the Box, but mm-hmm. we used to go to Jack in the Box and we would make bacos where we would order a burger and tacos and we would take the bun off and put the taco on the burger and then that's what we ate. Oh my gosh. We didn't smoke any weed back then. Yeah. Like that wasn't a thing that was in our friend group. <laughs> we just did that. And then we'd put fries on it too. <laughs> See, I smoked weed before I did anything. Even before cigarettes. Because yeah. I had bad friends. I I mean, I don't know. I can't I used to smoke a lot of weed, but at that point I had quit and because like I got two stone and ate thirty dollars with a taco bell and woke up in a puddle of my own face blood. <laughs> what? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess the story's done. But there was also a taco bell in Broadway as well. Yeah. Oh man. Um, Taco Bell. Okay. Every time I think about eating Taco Bell, I get preemptively sick, but it doesn't stop me. <laughs> I do miss Taco Bell. I do miss Taco Bell. There's one in Greenwood off of Aurora. There's also one in Lower Queen Anne. Yeah? It's a KFC Taco Bell. Mm. Combination KFC Taco Bell. It's not a Das Racist song. Um, where are we? (laughs) (laughs) Clearly in Seattle. (laughs) So, okay, so the, um, when Julia Stiles backs, uh, her car into... Yes. Home Dudes. Yes. So he tries to ask her out again. Yes. And they're outside So I think this was before Club Skunk. Okay. Yeah, because I guess this is where the persistent stuff happened. Yes. Because he had to up the wager. Yeah. Um, Joey did. So I just, for a pick up, um... So they're at the music store because mm-hmm. she's checking out her um, Fender Stratocaster that she wants. Oh, yeah. And um, he's stalking her outside and leaning against her car. And she comes over and she's like, let me give him my car. And he's like, man. she's like, whatever. And then Joey, I think he was trying to make it easier for Patrick to ask her out. Like, kind of stall them. No, I think and, he's being a dick. Well, also he was being a dick. But he also wants to date Bianca really bad. Yeah. Um... So he, like, drives up behind her while Patrick's trying to talk to her. And she's just like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck your car. Yeah. And she backs full on, smashes his car. Yes. Whoops. Whoops. (laughs) And she's just like, whoops. Whoops. And then, which leads to uh, that great line that uh, her dad delivered, that his insurance doesn't cover PMS. (laughs) Yes, which also fuck you for <laughs> right. just assuming PMS is like I, yeah. that whole trope. Yeah, and like oh, if a girl's being shitty or is sick of my like bullshit, then she must be PMSing, and it's like maybe she's sick of your bullshit. Well, how about some fucking creep parked his fucking yeah, car? Yeah, how about someone's like trying to like lock you in a parking spot so you have to talk to some dude that stabs frogs? Yeah. And smokes in um, in science class. And smokes in science class, yeah. And she does not like smokers. And then even his friend with the like short purple mohawk is sick of the shit. Yeah. <laughs> and she doesn't like smokers. You're right. Yeah. What if is there an alternate universe where uh, the punk friend and Jill Styles get together? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think she introduces him. I think he's like one of those punk guys that like thinks that it's all dudes and doesn't realize that, like, a lot of great punk bands had, like, women in them and then, like, really, really late in the game starts discovering, like, you know, the riot girl scene and then later on as an adult is, like, the weird old guy that's at the, like, Code Orange Kids show and, like, (laughs) 
<laughs> I feel like the type of music he likes. I love how we're just trying to like figure out this the punk guy. I feel like the type of music he likes is like very like um, easy, accessible punk. Like yeah. he loves like. Um, okay. Well, I mean, Green Day is great. Yeah, but, but like, he likes but he likes the Offspring. Uh, or yeah. he like, or he, or he just, yeah, or like he, um, he's like, yeah, check out this really cool band. They're called Rancid. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> guy that's like has the t- t-shirts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I. But I made, not the Ramones. That's too poppy. Well, that's why I made that Matchbox Twenty joke because yeah. th- at that time people with Mohawks didn't necessarily listen to punk. They just yeah. were alternative. No, uh, yeah. 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 Anyway, so okay, so now fast forward to the party. Yes, finally we get to the party. Yes. Where she finally agrees to go on a date with them, mm-hmm. and so they walk into this party, and one of the first things that happens is Joey comes up to her. Is his name Joey Dahmer? Which I don't know, you're asking one person. Okay. So anyways, <laughs> Joey comes up to her and tries to talk to her, and she rejects him, and then Bianca's like, ew, I'm gonna go talk to Joey, and she's like, hey, stop, he's a bad person, don't yeah. go talk to him. And then she's like, whatever, I'm gonna do it anyway. And then, like, Cat immediately starts slamming shots. Shots of tequila. Shots of tequila. Which and will tequila. ya. To kill ya. <laughs> to if kill you her. have too many. Yeah. Well, damn anyway. near did. <laughs> I mean, that's what happened. Yeah. So, Patrick, like, immediately is trying to stop her. And yeah. it doesn't look like he's drinking on said date. And it might be because he was trying to, like, keep up with her, but also, like, I want to say he didn't drink, but then he was also, like, he totally did, but also, how is he getting into all these bars? Like. What if he's just, like, a cop? He's <laughs> <laughs> got the anger issues. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's uh, like 21 Jump Street. <laughs> boy actor is secretly a cop. <laughs> this is why he's at, with at a, a bar. With a gold. Like, p- playing pool with adults. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the bar and hang out with this high school kid. He's really good at pool. <laughs> See ya. Good God. Um, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> so, he, like, he starts taking care of her immediately because mm. she's slamming shots to Gila. She doesn't seem like she drinks ever. And then she's going a little nuts. He's trying to follow her around. She starts dancing on the table, almost gets a concussion, slamming her head on the thing. Just really, really out of character because she has this very, very emotional reaction to Bianca blowing her off to go hang out with Joey. Yeah. And I feel like that's the first sign that something kind of fucked up happened. Like... Yeah, like, you kind of know that there's a little backstory there. It's not just her being overprotective. It's just like, okay, huh, something happened that we don't know about. Yeah. Um, she throws up on him. She realizes she kind of likes him and tries to kiss him. And he won't kiss her because she's too drunk. And then it's just like, okay, so you meet the standard requirements for a decent person, but you still stab frogs. Like... So, where's that line? Like, oh, are we supposed to like well, this Well, technically, guy she's not a frog. 
God damn it. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Correct. I last time I checked, Julia Stiles is a human being who mm-hmm. played the human being Katrina Stratford in the movie Ten Things I Hate About You, which is not actually about a frog. Yes. It took me to watch this movie to realize that. <laughs> Okay, so... (laughs) Okay, so, and then, so, Jason Gordon-Levitt, doesn't he... He was at the party. Yes. And then, so, like, I'm trying to remember how he drives, um... So, Bianca home. She, he, she blows him off yeah. for Joey. She, he tries to talk to her. Chastity's really rude to him. She, and then Joey starts doing the modeling thing. He's yes. Like, this is the pose for underwear. And then he does the same pose and is like, this is the pose for swimsuits. And she just realizes, you're kind of boring. Yeah. And he's just talking about his modeling career. Someone falls off the roof outside, like, and she's just like, what? Did you see? And he's like, and then I've got this, like, ad for allergy medicine and, like, you know, just his modeling stuff. And she realizes he's kind of boring. And then she runs into Cameron and she's like, hey, will you give me a ride home? Like, doesn't even acknowledge how she's hurt him, even though she knows that he had a crush on him because he already asked her out. And, um, yeah, so he agrees He's kind of upset that she blew him off, and mm-hmm. he, like, is, tries to call off the deal yeah. at one point. Um, he then, tries to talk about it, and Patrick's like, I've got a situation I'm dealing with their sister that I might actually like, even though I'm a creep. Um, yeah, and then drives drives her home. Yeah, but he does that speech to Jason Gordon-Levitt. It's like, you're like her, right? Oh, yeah! Yeah. With his accent. Yeah. That they have to explain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's like, you like her, so just go for it. Which, yeah, I don't know, I get that. But also, like, there, kind of, I don't know. Like, there's a point where persistence is, eh. Yeah. It gets kind of weird, or it's also like, you know, when you know somebody's not good for you or a good person, you realize that there's no point in, like, I mean, who am I to talk? But, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So he gives him the whole speech. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes off and gives This is worth all this trouble? That's my... Yeah. That's my... You like her, right? Is she worth all that trouble? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, so he drives... So Jason Gorlevitt drives Bianca home. Mm-hmm. And he does, like, this whole, like... He basically just explodes on her. Yeah, he's just yeah. like, you never wanted to go out with me, you kind of used me, da-da-da. And, like, the whole, like, you know, she wouldn't want to be friends with him. He's not complaining about the friend zone. She actively lied to him. Yeah. Like, I think he has every reason to be upset. Like, she actively lied, like, misled him. Yeah. And knew what she was doing, and then went out with, like, that weirdo. And, um, yeah, he had every right to be upset. And then she kissed him. Yeah. And it was that whole trope of, if I kiss you, you'll shut up. (laughs) Which happens a lot in this movie. Yeah. But was it because he, that she wanted to shut up? Or maybe because, like... Well, she realized she liked him after he did all the stuff for her. Is it because, like, like he was, like, 
standing up for himself that made her like him? I don't know. I don't know if it was him standing up for himself or him just being like, or her being insecure because the guy she was with was like being a jerk or like what, but she realized, hey, you like me. I guess I'll like you too. I don't know. I felt kind of weird about the whole scene. Yeah. It was just like, I don't know. Yeah. But they both liked the kiss. They did. They yeah. kissed, and it was cool, and then they saw each other in school, and they were like, hi, and did like the cute wave, and I was just like, aw, shit, that's adorable. And that's when Michael starts doing his Shakespeare thing. Yeah, starts courting the friend, um, what was her name? It was something, she had a funny one, like... Shakespeare girl. Yeah, her name was Shakespeare. Um, <laughs> no, I said Shakespeare girl. Yes, Shakespeare girl. So All he starts word. courting All Shakespeare girl... Which, I feel like, in the vein of... Because they're studying Shakespeare, right? Yes. And in the vein of, like, her obsession with it and how it keeps coming up in the movie and how it's based off of Shakespeare. And yeah, we're getting a little meta. Um, he totally is the pan character. He's, like, the comedic relief, here's what's happening, like, kind of chorus character. Yeah. Um, which I liked. Um tropes another trope was when she's all drunk and they're on the swings and she looks straight into patrick's eyes and she says you have green eyes and that's such a thing i don't like i feel like every movie there's always that like you have green eyes you have green in your eyes i can't tell you like how many people have actually said that to me like oh my god you have green eyes i've said that to somebody before i don't like i don't get it i don't know they're rare are they well, they look at my eyes. They're like there's lack of color in my eyes. You have brown eyes. Yeah, but they look. I just you have, have like, like puppy really, dogs. Like beautiful, like deep brown eyes. You have beautiful eyes. Sasha. Thank you. <laughs> I was just. I was just. I was just fishing for compliments. I don't um, know. Like the green eyes thing. I just. I, I don't understand why it's a thing. Yeah. Um. I wrote down where did Cat's friend come from. Oh. <laughs> Her Shakespeare friend? Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, that's her Shakespeare friend. Okay, that's where we left off. Yes. Um, Yeah, where did she come from? Because I was like, where did she come from? I never saw her before. Where did she come from? Cat Shakespeare friend. And there's a... Oh, okay, okay, so this happens... So, so, yeah, uh, Michael was, like, basically starting to court um, Cat's friend, Shakespeare. Kind of go by going, my friend likes your friend. Yes. Yes. But... But, but also still, like, being like, I'm really big in the Shakespeare, too. Like, blah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, I feel like, because they, he doesn't kiss her back. Patrick doesn't kiss Kat. Yes. And she gets super offended, and she's yeah. just like, I can't believe it, because she's super guarded, and she, like, put herself out there, and she's super embarrassed, but she will not talk to him. She hates him. And then she won't talk to him. And then that's why Michael was like, my friend likes your friend. Yes. Also, I like you. Yeah. And then becomes, like, the biggest memorable scene in the entire movie. Ah, yes. Like, he has to do the grand gesture to get her attention. Yeah. One thing, like, in these movies, when people do grand gestures like that, like the Mm -hmm. boombox out of the window or, like, stuff like, you know... Those kind of things. They kind of make me mad. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like big public proposals and stuff like yeah. that. It's kind of, you put someone in a spot where if they say no, they're a jerk. Like, it puts a lot of pressure on somebody to, like, 
do it puts a lot of pressure on people like you can't properly say oh that's something i want or that's something i want to do when you're putting them on a spotlight you have to do this yeah what i liked about patrick's song and dance and that whole scene was it was not specifically directed at her yeah i mean it was but she knew that but no one else did it was just him pulling some stunt and getting chased by cops he doesn't come up to her afterwards and be like can we please date and then have the whole soccer team staring at her it's just him pulling a stunt and she can do whatever she wants with it because he's going to go to detention anyway so on on that um have you seen have you seen everything sucks yet everything sucks it's like a netflix I've seen Everything Suck. No, the show Everything Sucks. Oh my gosh. I have Everything Sucks tattooed on my ribs. There's a show on Netflix called Everything Sucks. Okay. And it's great. And it's really gay. I and don't you have internet. Wa- we should find out how to get it. Okay. But there's a, there's a scene in, I think, the second episode yeah. where that happens and it puts the person under pressure and does the thing that, like, was... How can I articulate this without spoiling it? That happens to this up to a person in the show, and the person reacts the way that they think that like they are supposed to react, which ends up being the wrong move. Ultimately, yeah, like it's not what they wanted to do, but it's like what they felt like they were supposed to do. Yes. Yeah. And they yeah, it's great. You should watch it. I need everything okay. sex on Someday. Netflix. Someday. Yes, I will one day when I yeah. have internet again, and I don't know. Let's go to Victoria's and we'll watch it there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's ask Victoria first. No, we're just going to show up. <laughs> hey, can we watch your TV? <laughs> um, okay, um, so, yeah, so he's in detention. Um, oh, yes. Wait, wait, were you going to say something else? Oh, I was going to say something that did not need to be on the air. Okay, fair um, enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, detention. Um, yes, so he gets carted off to detention. She's kind of laughing. She's like, okay, I guess you do like me. That's kind of cool. Yeah. You know. And I'm like, I feel that. You know, getting rejected. Like, oh my god, they hate me, even though I'm being totally irrational. I'm just like, nah. And then, okay, well, I guess it's fine. You do like me. Cool. Thanks for saying so. Even though you didn't say so. But thanks for the song and dance. Yeah. I love rom-com songs and dances. Um... I feel like guarded people tend to respond to other guarded tendencies. Yeah. Yeah. When people are also guarded and they don't... And yeah, never mind. I don't want to get old. (laughs) (laughs) We go to therapy, guys. Hello. (laughs) Um. So, So, Julie Stiles... Rescues Heath Ledger from detention. Yes. By basically flashing that detention dude. Yes. Is it the same guy that's in Breakfast Club? No. Because I feel like he has the same vibe. He had the same vibe, but he's not okay. the same guy. Yeah. Um, my favorite part about the detention scene is uh-huh. when he goes up to the kid and he's like, "You're sweating. Your eyes are bloodshot. Burr, 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 burr. You have pot, don't you?" And so he like confiscates the pot and he confiscates Cheetos, and I'm just like thinking, oh. Remember when you couldn't buy pot in Seattle? I mean, they're teenagers. Like, they're not going to be able to get it anyway, except Patrick, who's secretly 21. But... (laughs) And, like, just, like, the joke of him, like, these are mine, too, Miss Eats. He's going to get the munchies later. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I didn't... See, I get really dehydrated when I smoke pot. I'm going to be sitting there sweating. Oof. Yeah. I don't like being high. Mm. 
I don't like being high around people. I'd never get high in school. Um, okay, so... Okay, and then... So okay. she talks about distraction. She comes in, she's like, you did me... Like, you told me... Like, you did the whole song and dance thing. Let's go do something. You're yeah. in detention. I'm gonna get you out. And, um points to the windows like i'll make a distraction she's like you know what'd be great in stalker let's do distractions he's like okay let's talk about this later and she's like no no this is like you know and then flashes him yeah and like feels his bicep is like oh my god your biceps are so huge and yeah. it's like doing that whole like womanly wiles like look at me i'm flirting with you even though you're a teacher and this is actually kind of creepy actually um, incredibly inappropriate especially after she flashed him yeah, well, I mean, that was... I think it was... Incredibly inappropriate before she flashed him. During her flashing him. <laughs> I mean... The whole thing was incredibly inappropriate. The whole thing, yeah. Um. So then he sneaks out, and then out the they go on a paddle boat ride. Yeah. And they... Go to Gasworks. Gasworks Park, and they don't... It's not paintball. They do this thing. I don't know if... I've never heard of this before. And where you have, like, basically paint balloons. Yeah. And you throw it at each other. Is that a thing? Like... I've never heard of that shit before. I mean, before. it looks, like, fun, but... Also, like, I'm wondering, like, like... A, I don't think anything that's ever happened like that at Gasworks. I think things you just need, like, a funky, like, background. I just don't know how they got... Why they had hay bales during prom season. Aren't hay bales a fall thing? Tacoma? Bales of hay? I don't know. I don't... Let me ask my friend Eric. He's from Tacoma. I mean, they weren't in Tacoma. They were in Gasworks. We said prom. It's prom season. It's May. Why do they have hay bales? That's a, that's a, a fall at, thing. And, no, it's... Oh, we like Gasworks? Yeah. So they get hype behind it. Cover. <laughs> doi! Uh, doi! Ring, ring, ring. Hello, Dylan. Uh, uh, hi, this yes. is, uh, obvious. Oh, my phone actually rang. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that happens, Weird. and they kiss. They finally kiss. Covered in paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So romantic. Super cute. Yeah. You smell like paint, you too. <laughs> hey, what's red and smells like blue paint? What? Red paint. Uh, yeah, first kiss, and then, um... They're all datey, and Yeah, they're all datey. And they still have paint in their hair when they're sitting on the porch, and he asks her to prom. Yes. And he's very insistent about prom. Mm-hmm. And she's very defensive about prom. And, and she's, like, been anti-prom the entire time. She keeps tearing down posters. She told her friend, like, we're not going. And her friend's like, but I want to go. I just don't have a dress. And then she gets a dress, and it's the Shakespeare, like, da-da-da-da-da. But, um, yeah, she's very adamant about not wanting to go to prom, and he's, like, pushes it. Yeah. And... And then she picks up on that. And she picks up on that. Like, she's very, like, you know... It's like, why is this so important? Like, I'm noticing some weirdness in you. Like, yeah. why do you do... Why are you doing that? Um... Before they go, like, he asks her to prom and he's talking to Joey about more money and he's like, okay, this is how much I need. Like, this whole time he's asking Joey for money, their dates, like, the amount of money he's asking for keeps throwing me off, like, how much is popcorn, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, here's enough money to cover tux, limo, corsage, blah, blah, blah. It's $200. 
is not a $200 event. For him, maybe. I mean, like, is that what you're... Like, if you're from the Outback... Good eye, Mike! Right. You know I do this just to make you mad. <laughs> it works. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so he's like wants $200 for prom and he's trying to get her there and it's just like... Um, and he's really adamant and she picks up on it and it's just like, I don't know, that part was weird. Yeah. It was just like a bummer and then... She go like she goes anyways, and it's just like well, it's nice that you know. Yeah, and then, I mean you like, and this also is when um, Cat tells Bianca about. This is when Cat tells Bianca about um, the stuff. The yeah, Joey. Is that yes. His name? Oh oh shit. What? We skipped the part um, when before he does the song and dance mm-hmm. when he has to sacrifice himself on the altar of dignity. And he tells Cameron to quit saying shit like that to me. People can hear you. But oh, um, he starts, like, <coughs> oh, no, this was later. Um, anyways, when he starts, like, stalking her again, he's got cigarettes in his pocket. <laughs> oh, yeah, he starts smoking. Huh? He didn't smoke any of them. He just uh, had them in his pocket. Grand um, Yeah, and then Bianca and Kat have a, have a chat. Yeah, and Bianca and Kat have a chat. And, um basically just explains like explains like there was a time and Bianca had mentioned that Kat had been very popular and then decided to go rebellion route and Kat explains to her hey quit hanging out with Joey here's you know he's a creep we went out I never told you this but we dated and he like we did it oh my god you did it and so like they did it and she really she wasn't ready she didn't want to and he ghosted her yeah like you know and that's really shitty but she was just like look I'm gonna do my own thing cause fuck this guy that's creepy we're young like how old could they have been like that had to be like what 16 think, years old didn't she say it was, she was 14 god I don't know. I mean, that's just, you know, that's like a rough time to like be dating, you know, yeah. deciding you're ready for that and then not. And it's just like, that's, that's a rough age. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's some rough stuff to get into. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then, and Bianca gets pissed and she's not pissed because, you know, she slept with him. She's pissed because why didn't you ever tell me? Why don't you let me make my own decisions? Yeah. Like, Bianca probably would have ditched this guy like she did if she knew about that. But because everyone kept secrets from her, Kat is doing what her dad did. Kat is acting just like her father. And, hey, I'm not going to teach you anything. I'm just going to try and shelter you. Which is really shitty of her. Yeah. Yeah. That was bad. That was a bad move. I get it. She's trying to be protective. She's trying to do the right thing. But, yeah. that That was a bummer. Yeah. Then prom happens, and then we find out that, so, so they're trying to sneak out earlier, I feel like. They tried to sneak out to go to the party, and then Kat's like, cool, I'm going to the party, and then they make her wear the baby belly, and then Patrick shows up at the door, is like, who knocked up your sister? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then, so prom happens, and then Julia Stiles walks out. Says I'm going to prom. Yeah. 
She goes uh, She goes to prom, and he's just like, okay, whatever, wait, what? And then the other girls come down, and they're like, yeah. I'm going to the prom. And he's like, no, you're not. And she's like, Kat's going to prom. And then jo- or Cameron shows up, and he's like, shakes his hand. And he's like, okay, fine. And Cameron's trying to be cool with his dad. Yeah. And but jo- that's the big reveal, because, yeah. like, you you didn't know that Cameron, Jason Gordon-Levitt, asked out. So there's a thing that, that scene that happens when they're... Uh, Jason Gordon-Levitt, I refuse to call him Cameron. Jason Gordon-Levitt is teaching um, teaching Bianca oh, French. French, and it turns out she's really good at it. And, she's and then like, she gets she's pissed that like she's like, "Aren't you gonna fucking ask me out?" Yeah, and he's like, "I don't know where that is in the book." It's like clearly, I don't know French, and I've been lying to you this whole time. But I guess you already knew that. Yeah, yeah. So um, then the big reveal is that Jason Gar- Jason Gordon-Levitt finally asked her out to the prom. Yes. And so they go to the prom, mm-hmm. and he's all, like, respectful and shy and adorable, just like yeah. Jason Gordon-Levitt in Inception when he dated Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> <laughs> Except for he wasn't actually cute and sweet in that movie. He was a jerk. Um, anyways, then, they, they all go to prom. Yes. And there's a call version of, of Shout, <laughs> performed by Larry's Cleo. That wasn't Larry's Cleo. That okay, was Save Ferris. That was Save Ferris. That was Save Ferris. What the fuck are they doing in Seattle? <laughs> that's I okay. So that's 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 it's it's clear now that 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 all the party scenes were filmed in L.A. because there's no reason there's not a ska scene in fucking Seattle. Not that I remember. There were ska bands, but there weren't. No, nobody was gonna go fucking see Save Ferris unless they went to the fucking. No one went to see Save Ferris. They were playing at the prom. Why the fuck are they in Seattle playing prom? Not even Seattle, Tacoma, of all places. Like I expect that from fucking El Corazon, which used to be called the Graceland. Holla. Okay. I'm from here. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's Scott versions of Shout. And so everyone's having a good time. Oh, and then, and then, um, and then fucking, um, and then, and then Heath Ledger, uh, <laughs> um, uh, surprises Cat with the singer of, of with Letters, Letters to Cleo, Cleo and starts singing. And she's all giggly and she's excited. Even though she said her favorite band's the Raincoat, she seems pretty obsessed with Letters to Cleo. Like yeah. Ben Wyatt obsessed with That's Letters That's why I feel Cleo. like she's a poser. <laughs> your face. <laughs> what was my face? <laughs> Gearing up to for a big hearty laugh. This is what your face was doing. <laughs> so, so after after the Stratford sisters leave the house, fucking Joey shows up expecting to pick up Bianca, and... And he's a total dick to her dad. Yes. He's just like, I'm here to pick up Bianca, and he's all smarmy and shit. Like, dude, you're talking to the father of the person who won't let her his daughters date anybody, and yeah. everyone knows it. Yeah, so the guy from Inception took her out instead. Yeah. And so, and so he shows up to the prom, <laughs> and he's all pissed at Heath Ledger. He's like, what the fuck, dude? That was... He was pissed that... that JGL. Oh, that's... Wait. Oh, that's right. <laughs> well, who... I think he was pissed at both, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, because Heath Ledger went back on the bed. No, because he was... Because Jason Gordon-Levitt didn't even... Was not even part of that equation, so he didn't... Secretly, he was. 
So, yeah. So, but Joey Bianca went to the prom with Cameron. Yes. And then Joey was like, how dare you? Like, he was mad at Patrick because she went to the prom with the wrong guy. Like, yeah. this whole part of him paying him to go out with Kat was to get Bianca to go to the prom with Yes. Him. So, he ends up punching Jason Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, so he yeah. goes up to him, he's like, you know, first he reveals, he says all of this, like, I didn't pay you to go out with Kat so that Bianca could come here with someone else. Yeah, And the that's big how reveal. Kat finds out. That's yeah. the big reveal of it being this, like, really shitty, like, how dare you? She's Whatever super plan. betrayed. Like, of course, that's why you wanted to go to the prom so bad. Yeah. She's just, he tries to do that thing where he's, like, kisses her to shut her up. Like, you're so mad at me and you're yelling at me. I'm just going to make out with you and hope that everything's fine. And that doesn't work because that's, yeah. like, a shitty thing to do. And she knows yeah. that. And, um, yeah. So then he goes up to uh, Cameron and he sucker punches him. Oh, bitch. Like, he doesn't even do it right. He's just like, you're going out with somebody I like. I'm yeah. going to look away to put you off guard and then sock you. Yeah. Because he's a little bitch. And then... Yes. And then, this, and this, then. This, this is my favorite part. Um, so you don't see who does it, but you see this tiny little fist come out and just fucking slam him in the nose. And it's Bianca. And this is like, and she, she, she hits him and he's just like, shit, Bianca, I'm shooting a nose spray ad tomorrow. And that's my favorite line in the whole movie. Just like, shit, Bianca. <laughs> Whenever something bad happens, I say that in my head and my voice squeaks in my head. <laughs> And she's like, that's what you get for punching my date. And that's for my sister. And this one's for me. And, like, yeah. kicks him. And, and it's great. And she, like, learns uh, what was in Scott Pilgrim. Scott's learned the power of self-respect. And it's like, plus, yeah, all the stats go up. I'll take your word for it. You haven't seen that? No. Oh, my God. That's my favorite movie. I'm old. That's what my Everything Sucks tattoo is from. I know. I'm your friend, I know that. If you're old, you've been around long enough to see that movie. Well, I've been around long enough to know that El Corazon used to be the Graceland! <laughs> and before that, the on-ramp! Okay. It's right by an on-ramp. Was yeah. it like the actual on-ramp, or was it just called that? It's called the on-ramp. Oh, okay. And then Club Soda. Not Club Soda. Um, well, it was, no, it's not Club Soda. Do you remember the... Oh, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, I got seen credit. Yeah. <laughs> so it never occurred to me. This was a thing that, like, I just noticed in this last viewing. So you know how Cat storms out, mm-hmm. and Patrick's just staring at, like, standing over the balcony, like, "Fuck, what do I do now?" Yeah. Bianca comes out and is just standing behind him. And all this time, I was like, she doesn't seem pissed because it never occurred to me she's blaming herself. This is her fault. This is why her and Cameron, at the end, when they're like, you sure you don't want to go sailing with us and stuff? Like, they're being so nice to her. It's not just because she got her heart broken. It's because this is their doing. Yeah. Like, they're the ones who brought him into this. It was their idea to pay someone to go out with her. Like, yeah. they fucked up. And she realizes this. And she realizes, wow, like, this guy hurt my sister, but this is all my fault. Yeah. Um... And that was just a thing I had never noticed before. Like, I didn't understand why she didn't seem angry, but it's because she's guilty. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, 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 um, dad pays for college. Yeah. Um, I wrote one of my notes on here in all capital letters. Everyone is vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
Um, oh, yeah. So then they're back together and stuff like that. And he buys her the, the guitar. But he doesn't... Dad buys, pays for college. Yeah, and she goes to college. And I'm sitting there thinking, are they going to live happily ever after? And then I'm like, nah, no. Yeah, she's going to college. Because she's, she's going to go to the other side of the world. Oh, maybe um, he, like... Maybe he goes back to Australia for a bit. He never went to Australia. Isn't he from Australia? Wait, he went to Australia for a little bit, but that no, wasn't he goes where to, he was. No, he, was he went to his, like... He was eating SpaghettiOs with his grandpa. In like some like... In like, like Ohio or something. Somewhere S- in the middle. Saskatchewan? Walla Walla? <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. He was in Spokane. <laughs> he was in Spokane. <laughs> right. He was in Squim. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> do we have? Do you think people? People? Do you think anybody that's listening to this is not from our area? Do you think there's somebody in a different state listening to this? If you're listening to this in a different state and you don't get these references, send us an email at queercast at gmail dot com. That's queer with three e, so q u e e e r. If you're listening C-A-S-T. to this and you're in a different state. Holy shit, we made it. We reached more than six people who we're going to go see in five minutes. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, send us an email, goddammit. Just um, let us know you're there. So my hope is that they just terrorize everyone forever. Like, they just yeah. they stay together forever just being... You think Kat joins a band or starts a band? Um, well... Because I feel like cause she's a fucking poser <laughs> that she... <laughs> And then he's all like, she's like, you can't buy me guitars every time I'm mad at you. And then he's all like, yeah, but you're going to need a drum set. And you're going to need this. What if they start a band together? That would be cute. Yeah. What if it's like, like, it'd be like a Mesa State type of situation? I feel like it would be like some old Seattle, like, industrial, like, kind of grungy band. (laughs) Right? I'm sorry, I don't think it's gonna be like a cute indie girl punk band. I think it's what gonna if it's, be like some... what if what if this is the origin story of Dead Moon? Dead Moon. I don't know. Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. Spider Ferns? Yeah, Spider Ferns. Okay. That's the origin story of Spider Ferns. It's what? The origin story of Spider Ferns. Okay. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I um, yeah. I like I said, I realized after watching this movie I've never really seen it all the way through. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. I absolutely love this movie. Mm-hmm. I think it lacks intersection, but I think it acknowledges that it lacks intersection. But I feel if you're gonna lack intersection and acknowledge it, you might as well include it. Yeah. Um But yeah, I don't know. I, I love it. I love it. I like that I mean it sucks that he like I don't understand how he goes from being like a total demon to like being a total sweetheart but also i have a type so yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 also i found out that um my friend irene knew a lot of people that were extras oh cool and according to her uh one of the um one of, one of the one of the girls in the um archery archery scene uh <laughs> I, I wish she was here to tell the story. But let's just say that things between them happen. Ooh. Uh, no. I love the archery scene when she shoots her teacher. Have I ever told you the story about when I took archery and I accidentally shot my teacher? No. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's another episode of You Had Me at Oh No. I am Sasha Bullock. All right. Until next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>